Night racing is back at Richmond Raceway. This spring, top NASCAR drivers like Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, and Virginia's own Denny Hamlin will battle under the bright lights. And this historic track also offers a rocking infield experience with unparalleled access to your favorite drivers and one of the best tailgate scenes around. For a weekend of friends, family, and amazing short track action, head to Richmond Raceway, March 29th through 31st. Get tickets now at richmondraceway.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Sometimes something happens in your life and that thing, whether negative or positive, diverts you from your dream or your goal. Maybe you have this goal of starting a business or this goal of traveling the world or studying abroad or anything else that you want to accomplish. And then something happens. Maybe negative, maybe positive, but that thing diverts you from achieving your goal. And then that goal becomes a very, very distant memory, distant dream in your memory. Does this sound familiar? Because that is the case with Santiago in The Alchemist, and that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode. Do you want to find out? Welcome back to another episode on the English Zone podcast. And this is part three of The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. If you have not listened to the previous parts, I will put the link in the description below. This is going to be an exciting episode because Santiago in a place where he needs to make a decision on the verge of making a decision. A decision to go back to his old self or to continue with his pursuit, following his dream, following his mission and personal legend. That's where we are right now. Where's Santiago? Santiago is in Morocco, in Africa. He has been working for the crystal merchant for almost a year. And he's been making money, you know? And right now, his plan is what? His plan is to go back to Andalusia and become a shepherd again. Because that was his old life that was his previous life but whenever he came to morocco whenever he came here in pursuit of his personal legend in pursuit of his treasure he got robbed he lost all his money and he didn't he didn't have anything to to go back to he also didn't have anything to continue so he had to start working and he started working for the crystal merchant. So now he has 
money. He can go back to Andalusia and become a shepherd again. He has enough money to buy his sheep. Does he go back to the familiar life of a shepherd or continue ahead in pursuit of his dreams in the unknown and uncertain future? So Santiago goes and packs all his stuff and leaves the crystal merchant. He's just walking around the market and obviously, like I said, his plan is to go back. And then he remembers something that the old king had said. He said, never stop dreaming. Follow the omens. Follow the signs. So in the back of his mind, his dream is still alive, but like a very, very distant memory. He's been working for a year to build enough money or to earn enough money to go back to his sheep. But his original dream is still alive in the back of his mind. When you want something, all the universe conspires to help you achieve it. One of the reasons that Santiago has forgotten about his dream was because the merchant had this dream a long time ago to go to Mecca, but he never went and he buried that dream. So Santiago is like, maybe it's better to be like the crystal merchant. Never go to Mecca. Just go through life dreaming about it forever and forever. And soon I'll be old and I won't care about it. So he's trying to convince himself that he doesn't need to follow his treasure. He doesn't need to go to the pyramids of Egypt. But something happens. There's a shift in his mindset. He's like, but maybe I'll never have another chance to get to the pyramids of Egypt. Because this is also something really, really uh, powerful. And I've experienced that in my own life as well. A lot of times you get an opportunity only once. And you have to be very, very, very careful what decision you're making because you will never get that opportunity back. The last thing you want to hear when you need your auto insurance most is... Thank you for calling. Please listen to your list of 46 possible service options. Which is why when you choose USAA Auto Insurance, you'll get great service that is easy and reliable. 24-7 online service for claims, access to roadside assistance, and more. All at the touch of a button. Start getting the service you deserve. Get a quote today. Ability to receive a quote depends on membership eligibility. Membership eligibility and product restrictions apply and are subject to change. USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates, San Antonio, Texas. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. So the negative voice in his mind is telling him, uh, I'm only two hours away. 
from Andalusia, I can just go back, buy my sheep, and continue with my old life. But the other part of his mind is telling him, I'm actually two hours closer to my treasure. So he's like, am I going to go back to my old life or am I going to continue with my pursuit? And guess what? He decides to follow his pursuit because, again, he said, maybe I'll never have another chance to follow my dream, to achieve this one goal that I have. And then he said, I can always go home. I finally have enough money and all the time that I need. So why not trying to pursue my goal? Why not try to continue with my pursuit? Because I can always go back to my old life. I already have the skills and the experience to earn enough money to buy sheep. That's easy. So this made him tremendously happy. This made him so happy that he finally was able to make a decision and continue with his treasure. And then he meets this man in the market, the Englishman. And this is a really, really interesting turn because the Englishman is also following his treasure. He's also following his personal legend. He's looking for an alchemist. He's looking for this person in the desert who turns metal to gold. But anyway, this is like a fictional skill or it's not a real thing, turning metal to gold. I don't know exactly how gold is made, but that's another topic. But the, the, the most important thing is he is looking for this person. But how did he meet the Englishman? Well, he remembered that the crystal merchant suppliers transported his crystal by means of caravans, you know, like uh, camels that in the past, this is the way they traveled in the desert by caravan, like a lot of people having their camels traveling together. So they crossed the desert with this caravan. So he's like, hmm, maybe I can go with the caravan and continue my journey to Egypt. And that's where he met uh, the Englishman. Very interesting character, very interesting uh, shift in the story. But also, um, I want to talk about the personality of the Englishman and also make some distinctions between Santiago and the Englishman. Because both of these people are following their personal legend. They are following their... Uh, treasure or this goal that they have, but they're, but they are two very, very different characters. They're two distinct personalities, even though they're both following their dream or they're trying to achieve their personal legend. They're very different. Their personalities are different. The way they live their lives are different. So there are a lot of differences. And the reason the author talks about these two characters, there's a reason, right? 
The reason is because there are two types of people in the world in terms of achieving goals, realizing uh, their dreams. And I'm curious, which type do you think you are? Are you Santiago or are you the Englishman? I'm going to tell you three differences between their personalities. The first one is Santiago relies on intuition and connections with the world around him. He listens to his heart. He pays attention to the signs around him and tries to take advantage of opportunities as they come up, while the Englishman is fixated on the theoretical knowledge and the rituals of alchemy, how to make gold, you know, like he is so focused on theories and books, and there's nothing wrong with that. But this world is not all materialistic. The spiritual part of the world is really, really important. The second difference is Santiago is really focused on the present moment. He is not thinking so much about the future, even though his treasure, his dream is in the future. He's focused on the step that he's taking right now. But the Englishman is consumed by the future. He's obsessed with the idea of turning base metals into gold, which is not a really good way to look at life. If, you, if you're so focused on the future, you will lose sight of what you're doing right now. You will lose sight of the step you're taking right now. And you'll probably trip. You're going to trip. So be careful. The third difference is that Santiago focuses on the journey itself. And he finds significance and meaning in every step that he's taking. He's learning from the negative parts of his journey, the difficult moments that he's experiencing, uh, you know, the hardship, and he believes that's part of the journey. But the Englishman sees the journey merely as a means to an end. So basically, he thinks that all the steps he is taking right now are just not important. The, the most important thing is the end goal, which is really not a good way to live your life. It's not a metric to live your life or look at goals because by the time you get to your goal, if you have not gained experience in every step, if you have not enjoyed all these years that you've been trying to achieve this goal, you'll realize it was all a waste because you didn't enjoy it. So what's the point of becoming happy for achieving one goal when you have been miserable or so focused on the goal for the past few years that you didn't enjoy any of it? So that is the difference between Santiago and the Englishman. So be very careful. What do you think? What is your way of looking at your journey? What is your way of, how do you look at your future?
Are you just trying to get there? Or are you enjoying the steps that you're taking right now to get there? Because if you lose sight of the present moment, you will not find meaning in the goals when you achieve them. But let's not forget that Santiago is learning a lot from this wise man. He's learning a lot on the journey because now they're traveling together. They're both on the way through the desert trying to get to this uh, one place. The next stop of the caravan is at an oasis in the desert. So on the way to, the, to this place on the desert, on, on this journey, Santiago has a lot of conversations with the Englishman. And it seems like the Englishman is more of an impatient person. Like he has a little bit of a bad temper because he's just trying to get to this place. He's impatient. And it's really, really interesting. Another difference in their personalities is in one conversation where the Englishman is trying to explain how exactly metal is, um, the methods of turning metal into gold, the boy asks a question like, can you just observe man and omen in order to understand this process? Can you just watch people and how they do it so you can learn how to turn this, how to turn metal to gold? And uh, the Englishman gets irritated, gets angry. He's like, you have a mania for simplifying everything. Alchemy is a serious discipline. Every step has to be followed exactly as it was followed by the masters. So he's like, there's only one way of making gold. And you are simplifying it. But that also tells you that life is really not that complicated. We make life so complicated, but it's really not that complicated. There are probably a million ways of getting somewhere or achieving a goal but everyone's journey is different so it tells us that um, life should not be so complicated even if the goal is turning metal into gold of course success is not an easy thing because if it were easy everyone would try to be successful but there's a secret and there's a there are simple methods you know like some people become rich or they uh you, it's, it just seems like life comes easy for them and you're like how how did that happen how do they do this of course it's not easy for them but it appears to them that it's easy and they look at life from a much, much more simpler and less complicated perspective or point of view. And they, they, they use suffering as an advantage to make them stronger. They use problems as a way to learn how to solve them. They use uh, difficult situations as experiences. And because of that, their mindset is different, which is 
a big, big characteristic of Santiago. He does not give up. He continues on his pursuit and he is learning to not make life very complicated. Whilst the Englishman thinks that everything needs to be followed exactly as they are written in the books in order to achieve this specific goal. Another special characteristic of Santiago is on this journey, he's observing the people around him. He's observing and learning a lot from the desert. He tries to learn from everyone he meets on this journey, like the leader of the caravan, the Englishman, and other people that he has conversations with. Like, for example, the camel driver, uh, you know, there was a war going on that was coming up, right? And uh, the camel driver did not look very scared. And Santiago was surprised. He's like, how come he's not scared of the war? We're, we're going towards some potential war that's happening in the desert. But the camel driver said, I'm alive. When I'm eating, that's all I think about. By the way, me too. When I'm eating, I'm only thinking about the food. Ooh, I love food. But anyway, he's like, because I don't live in either my past or my future. I am interested only in the present. That means maybe there's a war in two days or three days. I'm not concerned about that. I'm not worried about that because I must focus on the step that I'm taking right now, which is, again, really, really important and uh, a very important lesson that Santiago is learning. And speaking of all these wars and stuff that are about to happen or they're talking about in the desert, Santiago is realizing that the closer he gets to his goal or his dream, the more difficult things are becoming, you know, like wars and all these other things that are happening. So he's like, man, what's going on? But again, he's being tested by his persistence and courage. He's also becoming stronger. And he said, I cannot be hasty. I cannot be impatient. I need to be patient and focus on the step I'm taking right now and trust the process. So finally, they arrive at the oasis. The place, like I said, this is like a station where the caravan stops and rests in the desert before continuing with the journey. Because at the oasis, there's water and, you know, it's a good place to rest. It's like a campsite, right? So they stop there and they learn that the alchemist that the Englishman is looking for actually lives in the desert, lives here at the oasis. But of course, this is like a secret. A lot of people does not know about this person because this Englishman has been looking his entire life. He's been reading and reading and reading 
And finally, all the signs show that he might be here. But of course, you know, they don't call him the alchemist, like the person who turns metal to gold. This is like, you know, this is a secret. But he needs to find this person. So with Santiago, they try to look for this man because this man has natural talent or uh, skills that other people don't have. And what is the skill? Turning metal to gold, maybe curing people from diseases and all that kind of stuff. So that's the way they try to look for him. They're trying to look for this man. And the Englishman needs the help of Santiago to find this man. So he's like, I want you to help me find this man in this oasis. So they start asking around people. Hey, do you know a person who lives at the oasis over here who cures diseases or helps people and all that stuff? And people are confused. They're like, what? Why would a man live in the desert, you know? And one person says, if such a man is here at the oasis, he must be the very powerful one. And he's like, He's somewhere, but we can't, we don't know where he is, but he is maybe the powerful man that we know. Maybe that's the one. So now they have an idea. They have a clue. They're like, oh my God. So they need to keep asking more people. And they tell him, they tell them, do not try to find this man because there's a war coming up. And even the leaders of the tribes cannot meet this man because of all this that's happening. But they keep asking. And then something really significant happens in Santiago's life. He meets a woman. He meets this woman and he's trying to ask her about where this powerful man is. But something different happens to him. He approached her and he wanted to ask her about where the alchemist lived. But at that moment, it seemed to him that time stood still. And the soul of the world surged within him. When he looked into her dark eyes and saw that her lips were poised between a laugh and silence, he learned the most important part of the language that all the world spoke. The language that everyone on earth was capable of understanding in their heart. It was love. <laughs>